1: John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Friday, June 19th. We've got a great show in store for you today. Father Andrew Winchittle coming up here soon, going to talk about Sunday's gospel, a little spiritual chat as well. 715 today, David Schatt is going to be on. David is going to talk about Father's Day and how we can lead like St. Joseph. Uh, He's a popular Catholic speaker and co-founder of the Fathers of St. Joseph. And uh, I've gotten to know Devin before. uh, I'd say I got to know him maybe about three years ago now. And uh, I really have been impressed with his work. He's the author of over 10 books now, uh, and he's got a lot of stuff out there, especially for men. But more importantly, uh, today we're going to talk to everyone about uh, how it is that we can lead like St. Joseph. He'll, of course, specify it uh, for fathers out there. And uh, today we're going to talk about the Sacred Heart. Oh, yes, it is Friday, June 19th, that is. We're going to explain some of the strange symbolism that you might see of the Sacred Heart. So we'll have that for you coming up in the second half hour as well, talking about uh, the different flames, the rays of light that you may see, the arrows, the crown of thorns, what all of this symbolizes, especially, of course, the cross when we talk about and see uh, things of the Sacred Heart. So we'll have that for you coming up in the second half hour. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel thirty. 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. You're saying to the day coming up as well. Let's get to it with our morning offering, Deacon Tony.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guiding and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen.
1: Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports.
2: News and sports with
1: Mark Amadeo. A happy feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus to you,
3: and you as well, John, on this uh, Father's Day weekend. Uh, many many blessings to you, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. You guys getting plans? Uh, Sunday we do. We have uh, uh, my my son and is coming over, kind of celebrating his birthday a little bit late with Father's Day, so it's kind of a blended. Day, Father's Day and uh extended son's birthday. Well there you go. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What about you? You go on you going over your mom and dad's house or are they coming you over know, yours?
1: I we How haven't even right? talked about it, to be honest with you. I just told Teresa a week ago, I said let's just lay low, let's hang out. Uh we'll probably do a little something, yeah, with mom and dad, but nothing crazy. Maybe turn on the grill. How about that?
3: Turn on the grill, there you go. Should be dried out by Sunday, I think Sunday afternoon and evening we might have a little bit of rain. But uh, weather forecast keeps changing. It did yesterday, and it is today. So we're going to be bringing that umbrella with you. That's all I can tell you for today and tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I I, I saw that. We were going to do a
1: a little something outside for Gianna's birthday tomorrow, but uh, that's looking a little bit more slim and grim these days.
3: How old is that young lady now? She'll be five tomorrow. She'll be five on the twenty fourth. Wow. Yep, crazy, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable.
1: Goes by fast, my Time friend. Flies, John. That's what everyone says, but it's true. It's
3: just, it's just true. Oh, uh, she is a spitfire. Yes, takes she right is. To the Leonetti side at times. Oh my goodness! But my, she has her mom's beauty. That's what I really yes, like. Yes, she about does. Her. My she's
1: son a is a beauty. lamb. My daughter, she is a lion. She is just. She goes right in, and she's ready ready to devour it's her world oh that's that's
3: that's awesome the neighborhood you live in is a privileged neighborhood john because they get to see all that and hear all that (laughs) you're right about that (laughs) i think about
1: that often too when they're outside playing i'm like i feel sorry for my neighbors they're just retired they want to live a
3: simple quiet life and they're my kids yeah yeah well keep them young it's everybody young that's right Alright, my friend, let's get to, we had rain overnight, and from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist, Megan Selwalk, currently in Des Moines, at the Mercy One Studios. Uh, cloudy skies, we had, as mentioned, rain overnight, wet and sticky, how about that? 70 degrees humidity up there at 97% as uh, west-southwest wind at just 5 miles per hour as you wake up on this uh, Friday, June 19th. And today, we'll see mostly cloudy skies, scattered showers throughout the day, high of 78 degrees, northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. So you may need an umbrella and maybe some sunglasses in between. Tonight, scattered showers and thunderstorms, overnight low of 65 degrees. And tomorrow, scattered showers and thunderstorms continue throughout the day on your Saturday, a high of 76 degrees for the first day of summer. And on Sunday, Father's Day, partly cloudy, dry, high of 81 degrees. We could see a chance of rain late in the day on Father's Day, and on Monday, a chance of rain with a high of 83 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Friday morning, the number of workers who filed for unemployment benefits remained steady the last two weeks. A sign the pace of Iowa's economic recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic is slow-moving. Another 9,516 Iowans filed initial unemployment claims last week, according to a data released yesterday by the U.S. Department of Labor. The number of workers filing continuing claims, unemployment that lasts more than a week, dropped for the fifth consecutive week. The national unemployment rate dropped from 14.7% in in April to 13.3% in May. Iowa Workforce Development said yesterday that over $6.2 million was paid out in pandemic unemployment insurance last week here in the state of Iowa. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Tonight, high school baseball and softball for the Dowling teams as they are scheduled to travel to Mason City tonight for a doubleheader beginning at 5 o'clock. Seventh-ranked Allen Baseball team will be in action, and uh, weather permitting, they'll be playing in Mason City tonight. Uh, as the season progresses, this will be uh, games number five and six for both Dallas softball and baseball teams. Once again, from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies. Uh, we had rain overnight, so wet conditions outdoors, 70 degrees with a west-southwest wind at 5 miles per hour. And today we'll see mostly cloudy skies, scattered storms, a high of 78 degrees with northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadale.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. traffic on iowa catholic radio
4: accident freeze we start off a friday morning drive again just watch out for the construction throughout the day today with reduced lanes and road closures so just follow up posted signs to get around Run about seven minutes if you're heading into downtown from the western east the mixer thanks to builder can construction uh the- for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to uh, Father Andrew Winchittle right now. Good morning, Father. Talking about Matthew 10, 26-33, uh, Jesus says, And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. We'll hear that this Sunday in the Gospel. Um, those who say there's no hell, well, it's right here.
5: Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's not outright prohibiting fear. Uh, he's saying have a have a healthy fear. Uh, of, of God. He's, he's the one who can who can do this, who can create life, who can, who can destroy it if he's so cheap. Uh, uh, thankfully, we have a merciful God, uh, so that if we have a healthy fear of him and respect him, uh, then we'll not be doing things in the first place like sinning that would cause us or make us liable to go into, into that Gehenna.
1: Yeah, I, I I like how you say that, um, that we need to have a healthy fear. Jesus doesn't say, you know, just throw out the fear all entirely, but, you know, what, what should we fear? Now, first of all, when we see oftentimes fear in sacred scripture, that does not mean kind of running scared. Uh, when we talk about fear of the Lord, uh, what it means is really just kind of being in awe and, understand, in awe, uh, and amazement of God, uh, for lack of better terms here. But you know, there, there is a certain sense of fear that that we should have, just like we have a kind of a sense of fear of disappointing anyone that we love. Um, you know, my kids, you know, disappointing mom and dad, that uh, me disappointing my mom and dad. There is a, a fear there, a healthy sense of fear that we don't want to do. We want to do the right thing.
5: Exactly, and it's it's then um, there's the unhealthy fear that causes us to do terrible things, and we see that in our society and our culture today. Uh, things that harm people, uh, as you said, uh, um, or even harms oneself. And I think it was multiple times that uh, now uh, Saint John Paul II uh, would say, "Be not afraid." And uh, he, of all people, had reason to to be afraid throughout his life. For example, the um, participating in the underground seminary during World War II, uh, living as a uh, as a priest and bishop in, in communist Poland uh, during the Cold War. Uh, but he uh obviously didn't cower in, in that fear and uh, and persevered.
1: Well, he knew who was on his side, of course, and that was our Lord. Jesus says, Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. I love that line there. You know, Jesus almost just kind of preparing the disciples not almost he's just preparing the disciples it's almost kind of like their own seminary you know and then all of a sudden he just lets them go and says now go proclaim this to all of the world uh and, and baptize all of the world of course we have in matthew at the end i think matthew 28 is where he gives them that command to go out and now baptize but preparing them matthew 10 26 to 33 is what we have for this uh this Sunday's Gospel. And I like the end of the Gospel, too, Father, when he says, But whoever denies me before the Father, I will deny before my Heavenly Father. But those who, of course, acknowledge me before others, I will acknowledge before my Heavenly
5: Father. Yes. So there's, there's that great example of that healthy here uh, that we discussed. we really
1: Yeah. All right. Who are we living for today? Who are we living for on Sunday? Of course. Any mention of the Sacred Heart today, Father? I know today is the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Anything you'd like to say?
5: Oh, that's right. Yes, and then uh, and then tomorrow always always follows after the Sacred Heart the Immaculate Heart of Mary mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, so I think it's important to know that uh, e- even all this talk with this Gospel of, of Gehenna of Hell, um, even though that is real, uh, we have a God who loves us who doesn't necessarily want us uh, to go to that, um, and He spilled His blood, blood uh, from His heart. Uh, uh, at the cross uh, was drawn uh, blood and water uh, that he spilled for us, uh, and it wasn't certainly his intention for us to go into that again, it's certainly for us to join him and the Holy Spirit and our Heavenly Father someday.
1: Yeah, the Holy Father tweeting this morning, the Lord always watches over us with mercy. Let us not be afraid of approaching him. He has a merciful heart. If we show him our inner wounds, our inner sins, he will always forgive us. It is pure mercy. Let us go to Jesus, hashtag Sacred Heart of Jesus, here on the solemnity of the most, uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus today. And as you said, we have to remember tomorrow, of course, with Our Lady, Father Andrew Winchettel, would you give us your blessing this morning?
5: Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Father Andrew, thank you. Talk to you soon. Amen. God bless. All right. Uh, coming up, when we come back, Devin Chat is going to be on. Uh, Devin is got a... Uh, book called Fathers of St. Joseph, uh, an organization, excuse me, and he's written 10 books, uh, many of them for men and geared towards men. Of course, it's Father's Day coming up, so we're going to talk about St. Joseph and Fathers and what it is we can learn from him, but what it is all of us as well can learn from the silence and the holiness of St. Joseph, the second greatest saint in the church today. If you didn't already know, we'll talk to Devin right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lenetti the morning right here on the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus on Iowa Catholic Radio. Big thanks to Dean Bell, 963-4494, residential re-roofs for the last 30 years all throughout Central Iowa. Yes, indeed, serving all throughout Central Iowa as he has done so for over 30 years now. Thank you for underwriting this show, Dean. Thank you for supporting us, Dean. Thank you for continuing to help us teach Preach, defend, and evangelize Iowa Catholic Radio and the good news of the gospel because of you and many of our other supporters. 963-4494, residential Reroofs 30 years, 963-4494.
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
1: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal. Place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to blessmaninternational.org and click Sponsor a Child.
6: Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs like commercial jobs and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction 515-963-4494
7: Hi, this is Father John Ricardo and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral
4: Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com.
8: Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station. You support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So, you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does.
4: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: Well, just devastating news um, from North Carolina, I was reading uh, that thieves have broken into a church there, Saint Elizabeth, let me see here, St Elizabeth of the Hill country Catholic Church. Uh, this happened Wednesday and it's starting to come out now uh, that thieves broke in through a window and stole the uh, the tabernacle um, containing of course, the Eucharist. Uh, They released a statement saying that they were canceling everything for the next couple days. We are calling for prayers and a safe return of the Blessed Sacrament after after the tabernacle was stolen from the church Tuesday night. This happened sometime after 9 p.m. Tuesday night. The individual or individuals apparently entered through a window and did not take anything else or cause any damage. Um, We pray that the hearts of those responsible may be moved to return the tabernacle to us, but most especially the Blessed Sacrament. So please keep that in your prayer today, friends. That is a that's just heartbreaking news for us Catholics when we hear that. Um, I'll, I'll give some more information as I have here in the second half hour. Hmm. It is a solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, let's talk to our next guest today, someone that's on fire for the Lord. Uh, with Father's Day right around the corner, lead like St. Joseph, the founder of it, org. Devin Schott joins me. Is it Devin Schott? Is it uh, Schott? Am I getting that right?
8: Yeah, you're getting yeah, it right. Okay. Yep, that's I hope right. So, man.
1: Uh, you're the Catholic <laughs> Men of men here. Uh, you, you are just, you're out there, You're of course, at many different men's conferences. You write a ton on bi- the biblical vision of Catholic masculinity. Um, how did this happen for you, man? Was this kind of a conversion, a reversion for you? When did you just wake up and say, I'm going to go out and try to help these men?
8: Yeah, it was basically born out of my own struggle with fatherhood. I I was, uh, you know, I I considered myself a worldly man um, seeking the riches of the world or wanting to be popular or liked and all of that stuff that we all long for, you know, at some level. And um, when my third daughter was born at 28 weeks premature, she was on life support. She suffered a hypoxic event. Not enough oxygen was transmitted to her brain. She um, nearly died. She had three clinical death experiences, but by the time they met a vector out to a children's hospital a couple hours away, she was basically uh, trapped inside of her body from that point on. She she suffered that hypoxic event, which damaged her brain, and as she was on life support, my wife really said, I need you to come home and be a husband and a father, and I just thought that fatherhood was a second-rate vocation, Mm. and uh, I went on a pilgrimage. A friend of mine took me halfway across the world. to a pilgrimage site, and I was really struggling with this idea of being a father and not being out there, you know, and I, one of our spiritual directors, a woman, she was, she was leading our pilgrimage, and we were talking, and she's like, well, what's God calling you to do? And I'm like, man, I have this desire to serve him, but I just don't know how, and she's like, are you married? And I said, no, yes, yeah, so I'm married. And I have three children, and she said, well, go home and be Joseph. Hmm. And I was like, Joseph. You mean the guy who, you know, in our stained glass windows looks like he's about 90 to 100 years old, like a new Abraham. You know, he's carrying around lilies. It didn't seem like very masculine and very heroic to me, but nevertheless, I went home, I consecrated myself to Our Lady, and just asked her to introduce myself to this St. Joseph. And what happened next over the course of several years was just amazing. I felt like I was on download. I I began capturing, if you will, a biblical vision of fatherhood by comparing St. Joseph to the patriarchs, and then a new vision for me of masculinity was really emerging in my life, and it didn't have anything to do with being out in the world. It had everything to do with go home and be Joseph. It had everything to do with being humble, silent, and hidden, sacrificial, heroic, you know, Um, but not in the way that the world sees, you know, and So that was the big moment, and from that point on, it's changed me. It's changed my life. It's given me meaning and value. It's given me a certain level of satisfaction and joy, and um, I would never go back.
1: I love how you say uh, something that the world doesn't see. Uh, Because, you know, you look at St. Joseph, he's a very quiet figure in in sacred scripture. Um, Mm. He is not someone that is quoted at all and saying anything. And of course, Mm. you know, the joke is that that's what made him such a good husband. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and you have right. that here of St. Joseph, but yet he is such a powerful force in the Catholic Church today. Nearly every saint that you read about, and I'm talking about from now until the time just after St. Joseph, had some sort of devotion to this man. I mean, the weight mm-hmm. of holiness that this man carried with him uh, has, has not gone, uh, gone unnoticed
5: mm -hmm.
8: Yeah, St. Teresa of Avila has this incredible quote. I mean, I can't quote the whole thing, obviously, but she just says, I've gone to this saint, St. Joseph, for things time after time, and he's never failed me. And she says, I want everybody to try this, basically. I want everybody to try this, and you'll find that it's true in your life as well. And it is true. St. Joseph has been my mentor, my guide. He has obtained so many graces for me in, in miraculous ways. I mean, he said I've written a lot of books. I'm not even a writer. I, I didn't even go to school for writing. Uh, I mean, I went to school for art. Um, so, you know, I prayed to him, asked him for help, and that help comes in abundance. He's, he's just amazing.
1: Uh, it's Father's Day coming up, of course. Um, you, you want as many men as possible to be able to take after St. Joseph. What are some mm-hmm. of those attributes of Joseph that you uh, would like men in the world now to take on?
8: Yeah. Well, first of all, I think silence. And that silence means that we're silent before God. We're mm-hmm. silent in ourselves and silent before men. Like, we're not, we're not like, you know, on stage and in the spotlight trying to great, gain attention for ourselves, but we're really entering the interior life. And because we can't give what we don't have, right? So the first thing I think is to have this rich prayer life where we're actually abiding in Christ and Christ is abiding in us so that we have the power to truly bear fruit that will last. So that's the first thing, because Joseph was a man of silence, a deep man of prayer, so much so that he was able to discern and hear God's voice through the angels on multiple occasions. The second thing is that we need to love women. We need to love women by overcoming lust in the heart and upholding their dignity. We need to love women, especially our wives, by bearing their burdens as our own, you know. And and let me tell you, you know, as we get into the years of marriage— there are many of those burdens, and, and I think it's easy to check out, but we need to bear our wives' burdens as our own, and we need to receive the Blessed Mother as our own mother, and in, in a sense, consecrate ourselves to Christ through her so that we can actually experience the power. And that was that was St. Joseph's first step to inaugurating his call to Falkland the Greatness was he received the Blessed Mother into his home, into his life, consecrating himself, in a sense, to God through her. And the third is to you know, have charitable authority to lead by loving and love by leading, because if there's no one, no one to lead, no one will follow. And so we men, we need to become the bishops, in a sense, the priests of our domestic church, and be that link between God the Father and our children. And and then fourth, we need to really focus on raising our children to be new disciples. I think we really miss this in this culture. We're raising our children to be professional baseball players, basketball players, you know, whatever. But we, you know, Christ is always last. But really, when it all comes down to it, that's the most important thing. And so those four things, you know, embracing silence, embracing woman, embracing the child, embracing charitable authority, are the four pillars of the fathers of St. Joseph. And that's what we have in this uh, study, the 40 Days of Fatherly Greatness, in LEAD. We lay that all out, a roadmap for men to be able to follow St. Joseph over 40 days.
1: What kind of change have you seen in men that have gone through this program?
8: Yeah, it's awesome. One, th- The key word that keeps coming back to us in emails and responses and people who've reviewed it and critiqued it is transformational. Um, and we know that God alone transforms. But I think the key with this content is that it, it, it provides a foundation of knowledge, you know, because knowledge is power, right? Because what we know, then we can do. And by God's grace, we can begin to live it. And I think the key here is that 40 Days of Fatherly Greatness, that, that video series, but then also the lead daily devotional, which is about a half a year of daily bite-sized reflections. Guys say gives them that foundational knowledge, that inspiration, that information that leads to inspiration, which leads to transformation. And that transformation then leads to congregation, which means these guys are gathering with one another and beginning to live as a band of brothers to bring this message to the world, which I love.
1: What do you say to men that are listening right now that have grown children that say, well, my my time's passed. This isn't for
8: me anymore. Never too late. Never too late. In fact, I mean, uh, I minister and and work with a lot of guys who are older, and, man, we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, Think about the bridges we burned, or think about the wounds we've caused. Think about the the unfinished conversations that need to be finished, right? There's so much we can do. And when you learn to embrace silence, you understand your calling to love women rightly, when you understand that you have this gift of charitable authority that God has given you, and that you're called to be an icon between God the Father and your children, no matter what age they are, because they still long for your... Any dad, I don't care how old you are, your kids still long for your gaze of love. They still long for your affirmation, your encouragement, because they want you to delight in them. They want you to choose them. Because why? Because you are a link between God the Father and your children. You're the face of the father that your child cannot see, the voice of the father that your child cannot hear, the touch of the father that your children cannot feel.
1: So now explain again, what does this program look like if a man wants to uh, be a part of it? Or let me say this, how much does it cost?
8: Yeah, it's, it's 40 days for under $40. Beautiful. So and, less uh, than a dollar a day. Yeah. Listen, I,
1: you, you talk about any ladies right now that are thinking, well, what, I didn't get my husband anything for Father's Day. Here it is. Right yeah. now, you can get him this program, org. Yes, go. I mean, it's just under 40 bucks. It's
8: nothing, man. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, so it's easy. Um, there's an individual track, so you sign up, and then the emails come directly into um, your inbox um, basically the video link is there each day it, the the system in which it's in is awesome it's a great platform it's got the video it's got these beautiful notes and graphics and uh quote takeaway quotes it's just a powerful powerful program and we're so blessed to partner with people who've helped us create this you know it's a ton of investment but it's worth it to get to reach men's souls and men men need to know that they're worth it so many guys you know just get this feeling that Man, we're forgotten. But no, you're you're so valuable. In fact, you're the foundation of the renewal. You're the foundation of everything.
1: Can women go through? Can like a wife go through this with her husband, or is this something you just yeah. want the husbands watching by she, themselves?
8: I mean, they can. You know, I mean, I think it'd be great if a woman can understand or a wife can understand her husband's role and in, in, in give her a a great respect for him and understand the pressure that he's under. I mean, the exponential responsibilities, is, uh, the responsibilities are exponentially multiplied when you move from, you know, you move from boyhood to manhood. Manhood is simply just taking charge of yourself, you know, paying your car payment, going to school, making sure you're responsible, showing up to work on time. But when we move from manhood to spiritual fatherhood, man, our responsibilities become exp- exponentially multiplied because now we're taking care of others on a, on a temporal level, but also on a spiritual level. And I think that any woman, wife, who comes in contact with this program realizes that and says, "Wow, my husband really does have the weight of the world on his shoulders, and so it could create a whole new level of respect.
1: This could be something, friends, for men's groups. This could also be something uh, that, you know, you say, well, we don't have any of this in my, in my parish. Um, start it. Start a Fathers Absolutely. of St. Joseph little group and study. Uh, get a few dads around, and, um, you know, maybe you'll be able to do that. You can do so by staying safe, of course, in these times right now. Devin, I, I can't thank mm-hmm. you enough for coming on, man, just reminding hey, all of us fathers yeah, of this Father's Day what's most important, that is getting our kids to heaven. Yeah, keep up the great
8: work, John. I love your stuff.
1: Thanks, brother. Talk to you soon. That's Devin Chat. everyone. Uh, good stuff this morning. Fathers of St. Joseph dot org. Go to fathersofstjoseph.org, and you can uh, find out. Just click on Lead, and uh, the, of course, you can log in and everything from there. You can purchase the program from there, and they've got some really solid endorsements uh, coming from bishops and different speakers and theologians on there as well. So like I said, you, you uh, don't have your gift for, your, for Father's Day. This is the gift you can get for your father right here, the gift that keeps on giving to Coming up in the second half hour, friends, on this feast, the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we're going to talk about all the different symbols, the symbolism of the Sacred Heart that you see. You see the flames, uh, you see the... the, uh, the the crown of thorns the cross all in the sacred heart what is it I I know uh, I I have studied this immensely in the last I'd say two years of writing and I've done some writing about it because I've had to do it and it's just fascinating and I'm always learning so I have uh, a good piece here uh, that was done by Stephen beale and uh, we'll have that for you coming up it was a couple years ago but it's one of my go tos for the Sacred Heart on the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Thank you too. who's up next, Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Your full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines. Household plumbing, vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it actually goes wrong, and that's not fun. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Father Andrew now with today's
9: Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord On the solemnity of the most sacred heart of Jesus, this is one of the few times in the Gospel that we're privileged to experience Jesus praying for us. It shows how humble he is giving praise to the Father for even the sinners for whom he'll later die. The core of Jesus' mission expressed here is that of revelation of the Father, who in turn shows his love for humanity by sending and sacrificing his Son so that we might have eternal life with him. This is going
0: to be a global
1: It is indeed the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Happy Friday, June 19th. Today we're going to talk about the Sacred Heart of Jesus coming up in the second half hour and the different symbolism that surrounds the uh, images that we see of the Sacred Heart. We'll have that for you coming up here soon, as well as what some... uh, I got some cool tweets on the Sacred Heart that people are tweeting out today, so I'll read some of those for you as well. But a lot to to discuss with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We'll try to jam-pack the second half hour with it. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your News and Sports.
3: News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Friday to you on this uh, Father's Day weekend and the first day of summer tomorrow. So yes, we got a lot is. going on.
1: A lot going on. The Sacred Heart of Jesus today. It's just a big Friday, big weekend.
3: Absolutely. You're going to celebrate your daughter's fifth birthday. It's hard to believe that young lady's turning five. Happy yeah, birthday, little...
1: Gianna. On the 24th, but we'll do a little celebration tomorrow. But kind of like my wife, she, she wants the whole week, too. So we'll we'll see what we can do here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm. celebration get the permits out we'll have a parade in Urbendale and uh we'll kind of you know close off the the park walker johnson park and have that for the day we'll get it all taken care of John. we'll see you know, they, they know the name i know my dad would love that too <laughs> wouldn't that be great mm-hmm. wouldn't that be great yeah we've got a little bit of rain we've got to deal with today and tomorrow Sunday looks to be okay for good. the most part except for the afternoon so the next week looks cooler so all the extended forecast. Uh, Megan had that up uh, uh, next week highs in the lower 80s Tuesday through Thursday and dry with the exception of Monday being rain so we got pretty good weather to be outdoors Uh with the exception of maybe today.
1: Monday's kind of become my biking day, so I might have to move that to Tuesday from what I hear?
3: Hmm. Uh, possibly. Uh, we got rain coming in Sunday night, and I don't know how long it will be around Monday. It might be gone by the afternoon. We'll see. All but, right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Your biking day. Monday is biking day. On your left. I got it down. I, I, I guess you do. Mm-hmm. Now is there a possibility we can do the morning show on on your bike? You can start at your home and maybe end up at uh up towards jester park on the bike trail yeah, I mean, I'd
1: be out of breath. I'd go up one hill and I'm
3: almost done <laughs> well that that would be the show. I mean, hearing you out of breath, uh, mm-hmm. Deacon Tony and I can ask you questions. Uh, you we'll have a little earpiece in for you. I I like it. Well, like
1: I'll this. tell you, I work out, um, and I, I try to get a workout in every day, something. And uh, this biking, I I haven't really ever done, but you're working so many different muscles. So I was so sore the first week that that I biked because again, it's just muscles I don't I don't work.
3: Well, it beats writing, John. I know you were kind of oh, in hold yeah. up and different spots it's and done. You know, four or five hours of writing. I guess it beats it's that. It's done. Yeah.
1: It's edited. It's gone through the, the all the edits that, that need to be done. It is oh. the final draft is finished. It will now go to format.
3: Good. That's awesome. I didn't I didn't realize you're at that stage. So good for you. Yes sir. I can't wait to get another autographed book. That'll make uh what, four or five that I have over here on the shelf. Oh wait a second, I get the dust off it. Yeah I, yeah, won't, I won't sign it.
1: There. That yeah, that I'll, I'll, lowers I'll. the value
3: tremendously so I'll just Keep it unsigned. <laughs> it's the, the principal, John. You wrote it, helped edit it. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? People
1: have just been awesome. And, and, of course, you know, the editors that that I bring on board to help me with this uh, and format and all of that is just uh, tremendous. It's a team sport, as I like to say. But a lot of people have really uh, done some great work, and uh, I've, I've put in a lot of hours.
3: I'm sure you have. Uh, what's the name of this uh, upcoming book that will be soon for purchase yeah I'm, I'm life guessing. liberty and
1: the pursuit of holiness i
3: love it life liberty and pursuit of holiness that is it good job just keeping it simple and when do you think it'll be available to us uh commoners out should here?
1: be available september so uh, maybe even a little bit sooner I'm, I'm a little ahead of schedule right now which is a good thing and and not i'm not used to that in the writing world so we'll see but uh, yeah that i'm hoping september maybe late august
3: Okay, looking forward to that, and I'm sure we'll be uh, talking more about that. And in the meantime, happy Father's Day to you, Deacon and to you Tony, well. and all the folks uh, back at Iowa Catholic Radio and our listeners. Have a great uh, weekend. We, we love those fathers. Absolutely, so enjoy it and be safe. All right, right now from the WHO TV13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We did have some rain overnight, so we got uh, damp conditions, a little bit muggy out there, humidity up there at 97%, but right now cloudy skies, 70 degrees. We do have some scattered rain in central Iowa, different parts south of Des Moines, west-southwest winds at 5 miles per hour. Today we will see mostly cloudy skies for your Friday, a high of 78 degrees, scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day, mainly in the afternoon and evening, Northwest winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, scattered showers and thunderstorms continue, overnight low of 65 degrees. And tomorrow, the first day of summer, on your Saturday, scattered showers and thunderstorms at a high of 76 degrees. And on Sunday, Father's Day, partly cloudy, dry for the most part, a high of 81 degrees, a chance of rain late in the day. And on Monday, a chance of rain with a high of 83 degrees. Well, in the news, on this uh, Friday morning, the number of workers who filed for unemployment benefits remains steady the last two weeks the pace of Iowa's economic recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic is slow moving. Now, another 9,516 Iowans filed initial unemployment claims last week, according to data released yesterday by the U.S. Department of Labor. The number of workers filing continuing claims, that's unemployment that lasts more than a week, dropped for the fifth consecutive week. The national unemployment rate dropped from 147 to 13.3% in May. Iowa Workforce Development said Thursday that over $6.2 million was paid out in pandemic unemployment insurance last week here in the state of Iowa. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by... Uh, Big Red Q quick print. Tonight, there's high school baseball as both Dowling Baseball and softball teams travel to Mason City for doubleheaders, beginning at 5 o'clock, weather permitting in Mason City. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 70 degrees. We did have rain overnight, so we do have wet conditions out there. Uh, west-southwest winds at 5 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 97% this morning. Today, we'll see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. A high of 78 degrees with scattered showers and thunderstorms possible, mainly in the afternoon and evening and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your friday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olsen and jimmy has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo
0: traffic on iowa catholic radio
4: business as usual and still accident free so not a bad drive this morning thanks to Builder construction for their support of iowa catholic radio build again has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com that's traffic on iowa catholic radio
1: thank you jimmy let's go to your saint of the day this is your saint of the day on iowa catholic radio living the life we are called can sometimes make us and make others uncomfortable, the life of today's saint helps us realize that God uses all things for his glory. Saint Romuald, today, was born in Italy in the middle of the 900s. As a young man, he witnessed his father kill a man in a duel over property. Scandalized, Romuald fled to a monastery. The monks there found him to be uncomfortably pious, though, and slowly pushed him out of their order. So, Romuald traveled to Spain and founded a new convents. He experienced a great spiritual dryness during this time, though, until one day in prayer he was given a profound sense of God's presence, which never left him. This sense helped him endure the next six months, where he was accused by a lord of wrongdoing and punished by his religious order, being forbidden to say Holy Mass. Eventually, Romuald's father joined the order of monks as well and frequently turned to his son for consolation, advice, and strength in his new life. We ask today, St. Romuald, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day, a deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, 30 years, 224-1776, that's 515 224 7, 6. When we come back, we're going to talk all about the Sacred Heart as this is the Solemnity, June 19th of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And what is it? We'll talk about the symbolism. Maybe some think, well, that's kind of strange. We'll, we'll have that break it all down for you when you see images of the Sacred Heart of Jesus right after this. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here again on this June 19th. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. Made a trip up to Winterset uh, a few weeks ago and saw the work that they were doing. I'll tell you, they're passionate about it. It was good. Honesty, integrity, you can count on 493-1060, com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
10: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, June 19th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday tomorrow is Father David Fleming. Father Fleming is pastor of St. Pius the 10th Parish in Urbandale. And celebrating a birthday tomorrow is Father Mark Harmon. Father Harmon is among our retired priests. Happy birthday. As parishes in the metro area begin offering weekday mass, the faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the building. Family units must sit six feet from others during mass. You're encouraged to use the hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who's vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. Though weekend Masses have not yet resumed in the metro area, the Sunday obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend Mass, know that God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro Collins.
4: Listen to Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson Friday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio or on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
6: Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776.
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com.
1: Well, it's good catching up with Dr. Jim Blessman the other day at Blessman International and the work that they continue to do despite the the, uh, the conditions that uh, we find ourselves in right now all around the world. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show uh, here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Dr. Jim, is always, just uh, a light to be able to talk to. He's got a great love for Jesus and, and uh, just a great love and passion for serving especially those most in need. Again, I want to uh, please encourage everyone to pray. Maybe maybe some sort of fasting today uh, for the return of the tabernacle that was stolen from St. Elizabeth of the Hill Country Catholic Church in North Carolina. This was reported on Wednesday. Uh, Since then, they have canceled some of their uh, masses and uh, things that are happening over the last couple days. Um, It happened in the evening, 9 p.m., uh, people broke in, thieves broke in, in the middle of the, uh, at 9 p.m., through a window, and uh, they didn't take anything else, they didn't destroy anything else, they just stole the tabernacle, and uh, that did have Christ Jesus in the Eucharist uh, reserved inside, so uh, they are asking that all will continue to pray uh, and uh, offer maybe sacrifices, some sort, of, um, some sort of fasting for the return, the safe return of our Lord. And of course, you know, today is the Sacred Heart of Jesus. There are uh, acts of reparation and prayers that you can pray for this as well. Um, So, yeah, today's the day to do it. We're all in this together on that one. Uh, Okay, so of course, today is the Solemnity, which is the highest feast day uh, that that is given to something in the church. And uh, look no further than the Sacred Heart of Jesus here. Uh, This is just a great, I know, feast and and, uh, devotion that many people have. When I think of the Sacred Heart, I think of Monsignor Larry Beeson. Now, if he's listening right now, Monsignor, I think of you whenever I think of the Sacred Heart, because I know of your, your great devotion over the course of your, uh, your, your uh, priesthood to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and you always brought that when you were with me on Fridays on this show. So I think of him first and foremost, and I don't think he would mind that. But what is the, the symbolism around the different images that we see? For instance, we see flames, and we see uh, arrows in some, rays of light, the crown of thorns, the cross. What does all of that really kind of symbolize? Well, there was a great piece a couple years Ago that was done by Stephen Beal And uh, I have always saved this one Because it's kind of my go-to When it comes to understanding the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the uh, symbolism about it, I try to teach my kids about it too. But here's here's a couple uh, that I think are important. The flames. Now, what are the flames that surround the Sacred Heart of Jesus, or kind of that come up from above the Sacred Heart of Jesus? Well, the Sacred Heart is most familiar to Catholics, and of course, those flames come burling out. The Sacred Heart most obviously brings to mind the Passion of the Christ, uh, of Christ on the cross. So, uh, with this, of course, we see depicted fire. There are three reasons behind the fire. First, we have to remember that Christ's self-offering on the cross, Stephen says, was the one-time perfect consummation of all sacrifices of the Old Testament. This necessarily includes burnt offerings, which were the highest form of sacrifices in ancient Israel, according to the Jewish Encyclopedia. An early form of such sacrifices was what Abraham set out to do with Isaac, if you remember, hence the wood he had his son collect before him. Stephen says, secondly fire is always associated with the essence of divinity in the Old Testament. He says, uh, think back to the burning bush that spoke to Moses. I wasn't thinking of that. I see the correlation, the cloud of fire that settled on Sinai and the flames from above that consumed the sacrifice of Elijah. Finally, the image of fire associated with the the heart represents Christ's passionate love for us. Uh, A French devotional that was, I think, in nineteen oh, early nineteen hundreds. Says, "Here is the heart that loved men so much." Another traditional explanation, uh, ex- exclamation, excuse me, is "Sacred Heart of Jesus, burning with love of us, inflame our hearts with love of Thee." So you see the the fire there, representing the divinity, the passionate love God has for you and for me. When you see an image of the Sacred Heart, remember that. The rays of light, though, what are the rays of light that surround the Sacred Heart? Well, if you look around the Sacred Heart, you're going to see it's kind of framed by rays of light. John 8, 12, Stephen points us to, Christ declares that he is the light of the world. In Revelation 21, 23, we are told that the new Jerusalem, at the end of times, there will be no light from the sun or moon because the Lamb of God, that's Christ Jesus, will be its source of light. What do we turn to when we turn to light? Who is light? Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Like fire also, friends, I don't have time to get into all of it. It's a symbol of divinity that we see in sacred scripture as well. Think the transfiguration. Remember that burning light. Remember when Moses saw God, he was blinded. It was so bright, the arrows, the crown of thorns, and the spear make sense, of course, for many of us. We'll get to that in a second. But the Sacred Heart is also depicted with arrows. Again, that's not something we find in the Gospels. One explanation, though, is that they represent sin. Another one, according to the private revelation to St. Mary of St. Peter, the arrow could also draw upon an ancient Roman metaphor for love as well. God pierces our hearts with that love. The crown of thorns, Unlike the arrows, the crown of thorns is reported in the Gospels, as we know. Stephen says in traditional images it encircles the sacred heart, whereas in Scripture the crown was fixed to Jesus' head. One traditional account offers this interpretation, describing those who are devoted to it. They saw the crown transferred from his head to his heart. They felt that its sharp point had always pierced there. St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, the 17th century French nun who helped start the devotion to the Sacred Heart, as we know, uh, points to the thorns as the many individual sins of people pricking the heart of Jesus. She put it in a letter recounting the personal vision she had received from Jesus himself. I saw this divine heart as on a throne of flames, more brilliant than the sun and transparent as crystal. It had its adorable wound and was encircled with a crown of thorns, which signifies the pricks our sins caused our Lord. And the cross... Like the thorns, the cross is both rooted in the Gospels, but also displayed in a way that does not follow them in every detail, Stephen says. There is almost an inversion of the crucifixion. In the Gospels, Christ hung on the cross, his heart correspondingly dwarfed by its beams, but in images of the Sacred Heart, it is now enlarged, and the cross has shrunk. Moreover, rather than the heart being nailed to the cross, the cross now seems planted in the heart." As St. Margaret Mary Elikhoek also said, if to say to us that the entire reality of the crucifixion derives its meaning from and cannot be understood apart from the heart of Jesus. Happy Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, everyone. What a big day. Thanks to everyone for a great week as well. All the listeners, underwriters, donors, thank you for keeping us on air and keeping this possible here at Iowa Catholic Radio. What a great week. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father,
2: protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.
1: I am John Linetti. friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of You. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire, just to know You and to make You known.